Good morning. Welcome to our second day in our study in the book of Proverbs. This morning, we're going to be taking chapters 5, 6, 7, and 8. We're going to be looking at kind of some interpretive ways to approach these chapters, to see them. Now, it is worth noting that it seems that these chapters are uh, really directed towards those who are young. And it's almost taken place from a father's instruction to his son. Uh, chapter 5, verse 1 says, My son, be attentive to my wisdom. Incline your ear to my understanding. So you get the sense that it's, it's this father speaking to his son, and he's going to impart wisdom. Not just knowledge, like we discussed last time, but rather it's it's knowledge that spurs us on to action, that creates motivation, not just something that we sit back and we have an understanding that we didn't have before, but rather we're going to be motivated by what we understand, by this knowledge, and it's going to carry us through our days. And so as we see him, he is instructing his young son or he's instructing young people to understand the things of God, the way that we are to approach our walking daily in him and understanding his, uh, his standard for right and wise living, not our own. He really hits us hard when he, in chapter 6, verses 16 through 19, he says this, There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. And we'll walk through them. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. So let's take those seven things that are an abomination to God. And he has that there are six things the Lord hates and then seven that are abomination to him. It almost feels like he's just mentioning that these things, this is a, this is a, a, a list or it's a sequence of numbers that represents totality, and it's arresting our attention that we really need to see these things and understand them for what they are. Haughty eyes, eyes that are proud, eyes that look at ourselves and look at what we do and think that we are just God's gift to living. That look at us and see our, uh, our efforts as greater or more meaningful to the Lord than others. That is a haughty way of looking at ourselves and he makes it clear that God hates this. It is an abomination to him. Second is a lying tongue. And these things, as you're going to see, are, are things that, that we've encountered in our life. And not only have we encountered in our life, we have committed these abominations to the Lord. A lying tongue, a tongue that lies. Revelation tells us that all liars will have their part in the lake of fire. And that is a terrifying and a trembling thing. Why? Because all of us have a lying tongue. James, uh, in his epistle, makes sure to tell us that a tongue is one of the most difficult things to tame in all of our lives. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, 
a heart that desires wicked plans, and feet that make haste to run to evil. What are these things? It's telling us that our hands are quick to do evil, our heart is quick to, de de to desire evil, and our feet is quick to take us to evil. In our feet, our heart, and our hands, we quickly seek out evil. We shed innocent blood, we devise wicked plans, and we make haste to run to evil. Why do we do those things? Because we're in a sinful state. And we need to recognize that God hates them. They are an abomination to Him. A false witness who breathes out lies. What is this? He just said a lying tongue, so why does he come back and say a false witness who breathes out lies? Well, it's in the, it's in the first part there, a false witness. We claim, we proclaim to be witnesses of God, to be those who follow in wisdom after God, but so often we speak out lies, a false witness against our brothers. We speak out a false witness against who the Lord is. We, we speak out false lies about how to follow Him, and in those things we make ourselves an abomination to God. We do something that God hates entirely. And one who sows discord among brothers. How often do we see problems arise in the church just over simple and small things? And it's over someone who is talking poorly about others behind their back, and it causes a rift over here, it causes strife over here, and it's all because of the way that we treat each other and the way we communicate with each other. Now what I want you to see as we've looked at these seven things is that all of them are familiar to us. All of them are things that we have seen and things that maybe we've even been a part of. You might say, well, I've never had hands that shed innocent blood. No, but you have had hands that do evil. And in your evil that you've done against others and against yourself, you are deserving and worthy of being held accountable as one who has sinned against innocent blood. All of these things we find ourselves under. And so what is the understanding here? Why are we taking through these? Because we need to recognize that in our own life, in our own righteousness, in our own doings, we are not good enough to walk in wisdom with God. We need God. We need Him to create in us a fear of the Lord so that we can have the beginnings of wisdom. And we need a father who is speaking to his son, to his child, to direct us in his path, in his way of walking. And so as you go through these Proverbs, look for those moments where a father is talking to his son in that you can't do this on your own, but here is how God provides. Here is how God leads and how He directs. And I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we continue our study through the book of Proverbs.